This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Lumineers Quest podcast, where we talk everything Lorcana. I'm Zach. And I'm Jacob. Thanks for coming on this journey with us. Okay, today's the famous What If episode. I hope it's famous. Maybe it's not famous. Maybe everybody doesn't like the What If episode. Can we get the guy who voiced the Watcher in What If to do like the intro to this episode? Yeah, we'll reach out to him and get him to do next seasons for sure. If anyone has any connections listening to <laughs> his wonderful name that I cannot remember right now. Yeah, that would be helpful for sure, but I digress. Like if he could just say like a Lumineer's Quest and What If, like... Uh- I'm a, well, I move on, so... <laughs> move on? Yeah, we don't know, so how are we supposed to, to get him? Anyways, so this is the what-if episode. If you did not listen to the first one, this is where we just come up with fun, wacky scenarios to try like, to see which deck will win. Like I just did. I came up with a wacky scenario. So there you go. I mean... I, but you got to pit those scenarios against each other. That was just a scenario. You weren't pitting it against anything. Well, maybe you were going to, like, you wanted Will Ferrell, and I wanted him. I do like Will Ferrell. That's what I'm saying. I don't See? know. I don't think he has anything to do with Lakana though. So I'm just saying, okay, just for the sake of a conversation. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So yes, we're doing what if we've got some wacky, fun scenarios. We're gonna pit against each other to see which deck would come out on top. There so we go. that's what we're gonna do. Um, hopefully, it's a fun one. I think it was fun last time. We had fun. It was fun last if time. If you don't enjoy this, then let us know because we kind of like this being a recurring thing. Also on the quit the quiz one trivia i think we're going to do that again as well we are going to do that one again that is our worst performing episode however are you serious yeah it's by far the worst one that's my favorite one we've ever recorded i know but it's by far the worst so if maybe we can get some people actually listen to it this time and it'll be better but you know we need guests i think on it what if we get like surprise guests on it that could work or maybe we like I, i have reached out to a couple people to be guests and so maybe that'll happen maybe we can just do a couple like in like compilation like at the yep. end after yep. we have a ball um okay so anyways we're, we're doing what if as always thanks for following um maybe the last time i plug this as hard as i do but maybe not we have a tcg player affiliate link where if you purchase cards or singles through tcg player using our link we get support to help run slash grow the podcast We've had a bunch of people already do it, and we really appreciate the support you've given. If you're interested in buying any singles through TCG Player, the link to our affiliate um, is in the description of the episode you're listening to, either on YouTube or um, any of the podcast networks. It's on all of it. You can find it. If you want to buy singles and you want you feel so compelled to use our link, we really, really appreciate it. Um, and then, as always, you can find us on YouTube at Illumineers Quest on um, all major podcast networks at Illumineers Quest and on X slash Twitter at Lorcanapod, and you can email us any questions or comments at Lorcanapod at gmail.com. With that said, let's get into it. Alrighty. Uh, card of the week. I th- I, it's a fun one. I think it's a little. I'm playing it in my deck. It's not super talked about, but I, I when think it, it's talked about right now. When it hits, it hits. So the card of the week slash episode is Mickey Mouse Friendly Face in Amber. The six cost inkable, one strength, six willpower, quests for three. So that's a huge quester there. 
But his main ability is whenever this character quests, you may pay three less ink for the next character you play next turn. So the main reason I'm having him in here is, or I'm talking about him and that I've been playing him is with the, like, the Mufasa roulette, if you will. That's serious. I have played, I have gotten him off the top from Mufasa <clears throat> a couple times. And let me tell you, that's usually around, like, turn six or seven because... You know, you have to have Mufasa out there and him have gotten removed. And so it's usually turn six or seven by the time that happens. So you've usually got like seven ink, maybe even a dock on board as well. And so you could be looking at like 10 to 12 ink for your next turn. So if you're not playing Ruby Amethyst where you, you have the opponent's option to play Be Prepared, then it could be really, really annoying and really, really fun because you go out there and you have the chance to play basically like Sapphire Ramp style ink sure but you know a big body to go along with it that quest for three so i think he's fun he's not the most useful card ever he usually is ink up until the point where it's like late game and maybe you need just a couple more lore or like i said you pulling him off the top with mufasa but nonetheless let me tell you when you hit him off the top of with mufasa it's just as fun as hitting maleficent or lady tremaine or something like that because it's such a burden to your opponent so like like you said you can create that wheel yeah i mean it it, it they have if they don't take him out imagine like also, he's difficult to take out he's six willpower yeah if they, and if they don't take him out you're gonna have at least three more lore than your opponent unless they're playing sapphire um, but even then that ramps you back to their level so you don't have anything to worry about so yeah I, I think he's a fun one i don't think he's the most overpowered card ever i don't think he's like super super playable in all situations but again the fact that he's inkable allows me to put him in that situation where you hit it fantastic if you don't just ink it no big deal i think everyone is still waiting for the op mickey card i mean blt is fantastic and he's in the deck too um same thing like you pull a blt off of a mufasa and it feels really good but you're right i, I don't i i would love a world where sorcerer's apprentice mickey yeah, where you have, you know, like tragic hero beast style overpoweredness or Rapunzel from set one overpoweredness or just something to do with Mickey because, you know, he's been around forever. Sorcerer's so. Apprentice. Or we have Oswald to be even better. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean we kind of got that with the playmat and, you know, the black and white card from chapter one, but obviously that was just a vanilla, so. Oswald, baby. Yeah, that'd be cool. I'm in, I'm in for it. So Wait, anyways. did you, do you think Steamboat Willie and Oswald are the same? No. I know it's Steamboat Willie. I'm saying we got that old style black and white. Okay, I'm not okay. saying it's the same thing. I see. I thought it's black and white style whew, that you have from I thought, back in the day. I thought we were. No, I I say a lot of bad things or wrong things like strength instead of willpower or the queen instead of maleficent or you know I get that stuff mixed up all the time. Yes, you do. That's not one of them. So you can rest assured. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I think that one's fun. You know, again, I don't think it's the most playable card ever, but it's a really fun one to play. I love the Mickey cards. I love how it fits in. So, yeah, card of the week, just a kind of fun one to go around. Um, okay, news, league recap. What's on our mind? What's going on? I think um, the big thing that I'm thinking about is just, like, the competitive side. We talked about this last time, and it's becoming very apparent that the competitive juices have really start to blaze and you know i've um i haven't played ruby amethyst i had a ruby amethyst deck at the beginning of the season that i was really you know that i played a couple times at league and then i backed off of it because i just didn't want to play the most meta thing ever and i went back to the discard went to steal song a little bit 
now I'm on the Mufasa stuff. But now that we have the competitive scene, the organized play, store championships, all that stuff around the corner, it's I'm I'm like back on that mindset. I'm like, okay, I need to just. I mean, I hate even saying this, but I have to get back on the mindset, play the most meta deck, and like really learn how to play that deck because I want to win. How dare you think about playing Ruby Amethyst? <laughs> like, why would you even? Like, what is wrong with you? What ha- give me the the colors of your deck every single league a week that you've ever played? Um, brown. Um, <laughs> don't gray. just give me the answer. No, no need to, to drag it out. Ruby amethyst. Ruby amethyst. There you go. Nice, nice. Try to jab me when you're just teasing me around. But yeah, so yeah, that's what's on my mind. Just still the competitive announcements. You know, a lot of chapter three stuff coming out. Um, just you know, really starting to build that hype. We're about you know less than a month away. We're mm-hmm. less. Yeah, we're we're way less than a month away. Or not way less. I guess it's not way less. But we're less than a month away. Um, pre-orders you know i imagine those are coming soon so hopefully know, we can get got our pre-orders in. we're waiting for those um so yeah we're we're yeah it's 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 competitive juices are flowing award show coming soon yeah i've i've done a good job yeah award show yes thank you i, I keep forgetting to say that um i the it I, I don't know the the poll when it goes live compared to this episode it's a it's not like on the day but if you're listening to this episode very early on of when it was released we have a poll out there on our X slash Twitter account of the end of season card awards that we're kind of doing, just like a fun award show. So if you want to have your opinion be part of that, you can find our survey on our account and you can submit your answers. So yeah, thank you for saying that because we are close to the end and I keep forgetting to do that. So um, yeah, I think that pre-orders, set three, news, competitive, all of the above, the hype is, is as high as it's ever been. I mean, we're ready to go, dude. Let's get some some promos. Yeah, I I talked for like five minutes there. You got what's on what's on your mind? I gotta stop just blabbing and. Well, I mean on. the competitive like I mean I think competitive like. The organized play like is is front of mind. I mean it is, it's getting I think everyone that's been just really supporting the game and I mean even content creators like it's getting. It's getting everyone like the mindset like all right it's time it's time to battle now you yeah, know that's like true. It, it I think. It changes the overall, like just mindset of it. Like, what what is the main goal now? You know, like there's a there's a new goal. There will be definitely factions. Like, you know, there's kind of been like a muddled middle ground, <clears throat> and like where people are very competitive and people are just trying to have fun or learn the game. Now there's very two distinct groups. Like the competitive people will go do competitive stuff. The other people will you know continue to do league and just kind of have fun. But yeah, I mean the the. This the the fork in the road has come, and it's definitely, you know, hopefully going to grow both sides of it. But I guess and we'll we see. plan on covering all the yeah, above. Yeah, we'll, we'll be all, we'll be here for all of it, that's for sure. Um, but you know, I say all that, and I haven't I haven't mentioned it. I should, I did it not because I didn't want to, or it wasn't because I was trying to hide it. But you know, I think I don't remember exactly how I worded it. But for the goals for the year was to win all of the games at a league night. Mm-hmm. I haven't done that yet, and I've actually done the exact opposite, which I think was also a goal, which was to not lose them all. And I did that the day after we recorded that episode. Yes, you did. So that's going great. And then not only <laughs> on top of that, last time we played, you and I, you kind of just beat me into the ground. So I'm feeling really good about my chances at a local store championship. See what worlds, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> we, we talked about that, and that is not going to happen at this rate because I am on a tear and not in a good way. I just, I think, though, even like even thinking about organized play and not even thinking about the competitiveness of it, it's going to bring everyone together in a physical way, right? The entire community, the best yeah. parts of it that are really invested in this. It's going to bring them all together, not just to compete, but just to be together, you know? Yeah, you know, they haven't talked about fan events much yet, which, you know, they at the beginning when they announced all the competitive stuff and all of the events, they said there would be fan events as well. They have released info on the competitive events, not the fan events yet. And I think those might be inter interconnected, I think. I would I, no, assume. I mean, they could be, you know, I mean, there could definitely be like a fan hall at the competitive event, but I was, you know, I would hope that there would be like a, I don't know, like a, I mean, you know, Gen Con-esque, like Lorcana Con, where it's, you know, you know, you play, but it's not like necessarily for a grand prizes. It's you play, you, you know, you meet people, you know, we get together, you know, if there's listeners that we have the chance to go meet and to like have a, meet a up? Lorcana Quest meetup. Whoa, or whoa. Quest and Illumineers Quest. See, I, I put my foot in my mouth all the time. We have an Illumineers Quest meetup. You know, like an event like that where it's not like the backbone focus is the competitive side. You know, meet the artists, you know, that sort of thing. Like maybe they have booths of some of the accessories and stuff or whatever. But yeah, things like that. But we'll, we'll find out. So anyways, yeah, 2024 and all the news and all that stuff is continuing to be on our minds. All right. So with that said, main topic get into the what if scenarios so again these are just kind of fun wacky scenarios that we've kind of you know thought up or cooked up or whatever you want to say it on what wins and you know just as a couple examples like one of the main ones we did last time was like heroes versus villains you know cards you know so if you have the cards of the heroes versus the cards of the villains like which ones win and so we're not doing that one again we'll probably will revisit some of these as a bunch more new cards are released you know it would be fun to to revisit those, but for now we should have all brand new ones. So with that said, let's kick it off. It is time to ponder the question. What if? <laughs> okay. That's that's the if you haven't watched the Marvel show, that's Jake doing his best I'm, Marvel show impression. I'm doing my standee, like I'm doing a stand in. Yeah, for, no, like, I got you it. You know, I, I, I picked up on it. Eventually we're gonna hire the guy. I picked up on it, yeah. So um first one. Common only versus legendary only. Why did we do this one? Why not? Okay. There are some cheap. Le- there are some cheaper legendaries. Okay. I mean, the the commons, the common card, like the what it has going best for it is that it obviously has a bunch of one costs. But I don't know if there's any card draw in common. You know, I don't think there's. I don't think there's any real way to card draw, and so they would definitely get out to a faster start. But I'm not sure they could. could they could contain that lead, if you will. If that, card, if that makes sense. There's definitely card draw in common. Uh, okay, so friends on the other side is definitely... Uh, I'm Clearly, I just don't know anything. So friends on the other side... Um, that, Are you kidding me? Yeah. Okay, I'm. do I take a side already? I need to take a side. Yeah, take a side. Common. Uh, okay, g- give me some reasons why. All right, so first of all, like you said, you have card draw, so you can... You're able to somewhat keep your. You, but you only have friends on the other side. If that, like, I'm, I'm looking through it, and that's really all there is. Maleficent. But okay, so I mean, you have a couple sorceress. options. Maleficent sorceress. Okay, you got. Yeah, hold on. You've got you've got singers a little bit, so you can sing some songs. 
I, honestly. I mean, I, I think common is probably the better way to go. I think it makes more sense because, again, I think you can get out to a better start. Um, With Swimmer John. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think you have more options available to you. Obviously, there's a lot more common cards. Um, but Nothing think about, like, like turn three, you have Alice. Turn four, you have Rapunzel. You've got Belle. You know, turn four, you've got Mufasa. Turn five, you've got... Uh, Beast Tragic Hero turn five. You've got Sisu to draw with on turn four if you wanted to do that. And then you've got all the removal once you get to late game. You've got Maleficent and Hades and uh, even like Madame Mim Dragon, which you don't see talked about too much. Um, Scar is a massive removal one. So, I, you know. By the time you get to those, I have at least 12 lore on the board. Yeah, but okay, I'm playing a more of a controlly deck because I've got John Silver and Scar. But you and don't have being prepared. But I've got Ursula, so she could lose you lore. I've got John Silver to keep you from questing. I've got Scar to take out all your characters. So I, I, I'm look. I'm not. I, Can I'm you playing... take out this character, Pongo? Luke yeah, Star? I've I've got Mickey BLT, and I've got Maleficent at and turn I've got, eight, and I've got at Hades, turn eight, and I've you got could... Hades, and I've got um, I you know Scar who can't <laughs> who can't battle evasive, but I I th- I think we know who wins this one. I th- look. I I agreed. I think common is probably the way that wins probably. this one. Probably. Like, look, we've played a bunch of games now. You know, card draw can be a detriment to either side. I have card draw. No, I'm saying like your mulligan, like the initial seven cards you draw on your mulligan, that can make or break a game. And so I'm saying there's a world where legendary wins, but you're right. I think more times than not, common wins. Um, I would unfortunately i don't know i'm just on team legendary because you know these are the cool cards like your beast tragic hero and your maleficent monsters dragon and rapunzel gifted with healing blah 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 but if there's a world where i make it to turn like six seven and you don't have six or seven cards on the board i think i win because you know then you've got john silver to keep you from questing i've got elsa to stop you from questing, I've got Ursula to make you lose lore. I've got Hades for direct removal. I've got Maleficent Monsters Dragon for direct removal. I've got um, Bell Hit and Archer, who could, you know, paired with uh, John Silver, could make you discard your whole hand. Sure. I think there are options. I know you're over here just like whatever. It doesn't matter. Common wins. I think. I think. It, I think there are is a world where Look, Legendary can win. I'll gi- I'll give you a chance. I'll give you a chance. I think there's a world where Legendary can win. I think more times than not, Common probably takes it. All right. That was a fun one. See, we're, we're already getting spicy with each other here. We're, we're getting on each other. Um, okay, this one has been brought up before, but we're going to expand on it a little bit. Deck of one ink color. Which ink color wins? So you can, you know, you can build a deck with only one ink color. I know you have a pretty... I th- so, I th- yeah. Whole, I mean... Obviously, I have the two. I have Ruby and Amethyst. Of course, because you're a Ruby Amethyst. Ruby is my favorite ink, first of all. Ruby? Or not Amethyst. Oh, you just foot and mouthed it a little bit. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. That's fine. I'll take either or to be completely honest, but... Ruby, I think, is the overall more... Like, better way to go, I think. It's probably the best ink in the game. I think it's the best way to go. I mean, I, you can't go wrong. I think there's three that can really work. I mean, I think it's... Well, I don't know, because Sapphire... Sapphire might be a dark horse here. Hear me out. Okay. Because you have a ton of ramp with Fishbone Quill, 
But you, like we've talked about in previous episodes, you also have card draw now with Hiram. And so, the you know, you would seem like you don't would, have much card draw on Ruby. You would seem like no, you don't. You could, I mean, you'd have you'd have to sacrifice your stuff with, uh, with Dinnerbell. But you you know you it would feel like looking at the Sapphire cards, you'd get really far behind. But you could be at six or seven ink on you know turn four, and have plenty of card draw with Hiram. And so I think that Sapphire could be a dark horse, but. I think the I think the most practical answer, if you will, would be Steel or Ruby. And, and Steel, I, I think I'm choosing Steel. You have a whole new world if you really need to use it. You have Beast Tragic Hero um, to draw off of. You also have Weight Set if you really like were in a pinch and wanted to throw in the Weight Set. Um, and then you've got early game threats from Chapter 1, like Captain Hook and Prince Eric. And... You know, you've also got Cinderella Stouthearted, Tinkerbell Giant Fairy. Final answer, Steel. I'm going with Steel. All the direct removal from damaging. All the draw that's in, it's only Dinnerbell, it looks like. Yeah, that's pretty actually, much it. Actually, go the distance. I mean, there are cards that replace themselves. Cards that replace themselves, sure. But there's no, like, direct draw aside from Dinnerbell. Um, and there's Queen of Hearts. That's true. That's I mean, a big card draw. You, yeah, I think you'd That's have. That's a big card draw. I think you'd have to go Queen That's of Hearts, uh, Sheer Khan kind of route. So I think it's doable, and I would, and I will choose Ruby here. Okay. But I'd be willing to do a full, like just bounce archetype in Amethyst. That would be really fun. Use all the Sword and Stone cards. Yeah, we might actually have to like try this and like actually do it, like we said we would last time. And, and see which it's just hard cause... when we're using all these cards in our deck, and we have. To I know, take them out. I, I know, it's the same thing. I, like we've never, you know, we've said we were going to make multiplayer specific decks, and neither one of us have like done that really. We like, I think what we need to do is create some like where we can get on our YouTube channel and use this as a video format and film ourselves doing it. We really should. We really should. But, anyways, yeah. So you go Ruby. Use I our go... affiliate link so we can buy a camera. <laughs> you, you really, you. So you go Ruby. I go Steel. I think I win, and here's why. So I have, I have a, I think I have better board presence early. I think I have Hook and sure, Eric. Sure, I have absolutely. Hook and Eric, um, and then I could even do like, um, you know, Cinderella, the shift target. I have Tinkerbell, Tiny Tactician, the shift target. Um, if I can, if I can put enough pressure on you before Be Prepared comes around, uh, then I think I win. Yeah, and there's enough removal in there too. There's fire the cannons. There's let the storm rage on. Strength of raging fire, all that stuff. So I, th- I think early on I can get out to a twelve to thirteen lore lead, and then just hope you you know don't keep up. Um, but I don't you know you can only be prepared in dragon fire and lady tremaine so many times, and with so little card draw you can't really rely on all those uninkables to to win you the game so i think I, I think i take this one but so i think what what i would be running to kind of counter what you're saying here is i would do hero outlaw for sure you have to uh, obviously run direct removal but maybe a little outside of it i, I think i do a teeth and ambitions and donald duck to maybe keep up with the speed of your your aggro that could that could work i, I think you'd have to teeth me though i don't think you teeth yourself so I well I would do two on Donald and two to you. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, to, so you could teeth hook and Donald, and then you could teeth 
you know, Tinkerbell wants and Donald to do some damage, and then maybe something Maui comes in and finishes some stuff out. Definitely run Shere Khan and Queen of Hearts as well. You've got the evasives. I think, you know, now that I think about it, it's probably closer than I initially thought, but I think, I still think I take it. I still think, as of right now, I think this one's actually a fun little game. It would be. But as of right now, I think I think Steel takes the cake here. Okay. I love, we'll, we'll take that one to the bank then. Steel, Steel 1, Ruby 0. Very close, though. I think it's very close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, it could go back and forth each game. Uh, yeah, again, I think that this could very well depend on the draw, too. I think that you know, it's it's not such a well-rounded deck that you can overcome challenges that your initial draw has. So, um, Anyways, okay. So I don't remember if we did this one last time or not. I think we might have, and I kept it on here uh, because it's just a very classic one, but Boys vs. Girls. Ooh. And this gets even more complicated because there's so many better ones of each. And we're talking about Rainbow. Yeah. So, you know, you've got, on your boy's side, you've got... Heroic Outlaw. I mean, all, I mean, of those legendary, I mean, all the beast cards. Arthur, Rabbit, Goat. All, I mean, there's what, seven beast cards (laughs) that are all really good. Um, You've got John Silver and Cusco. And Ray and a bunch of evasive questers. You've got um, Mufasa. We talked a ton about. He's mm-hmm. really uh, impressive for the removal meta. On the female side, though, you so can... are, would we count actions? Like, is is be prepared male because it's Scar? I think so. I think you t- you know you look at the singers in the yard. So then on the other other side, let the storm rage or not? Is it let the storm rage on? Yeah, let the storm rage would on. Would be female. Yeah, I think so. And then, like, Let It Go is female uh, with Elsa. And then you've obviously got all that side. You've got the Elsas. You've got the Rapunzels. You've got Alice. You've got Belle. Maleficent. You've got Cinderella. And all the Queens. This, all and this, Queens yeah, and Maleficents. The Queens and Maleficents and Cinderella's. I mean, the Cinderella's, like, might take the cake. You know, with the the 1-3 Cinderella Ballroom Sensation Singer and the songs, the removal songs we just talked about. With, with Elsa on that as well. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I'm going. I'm going to take girls in that one. Yeah, I, I could. Re- I could really go either way on this one, but I, I'll just play. I'll just play the other side then, just because. How do you deal with heroic outlaw? Like, what do you have to deal with heroic outlaw? I mean, I know you've got Elsa to stall later, but. Well, I think I've got um, stout-hearted Cinderella. Yeah, that's actually a really good point because, you know, she could also got Aurora, a floodborn dreaming. Man, Dragon. this is this is a tough one. This this is one we could do every time. And I have Dragonfire. Oh, that's true. That's true. And Lady Tremaine. And Lady Tremaine, yeah. Cogsworth, I have Cogsworth. Mm-hmm. So you got resist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I don't know. I Pong, I have you know, I have some good evasives with like Pongo. You have and, Genie as well. Yeah, Genie Pongo. I don't know. I mean, I, like, what's like? How do you you know you build a strategy? Like, it's it's just tough to figure out without like really like Stitch. really analyzing it. Yeah, Stitch. Man, that's a tough. That's a tough, tough, tough one. Hades, you got Hades. Yeah, I'm saying I'm saying boys win. I'm sticking with. I think boys could win. I think you have a lot of draw. You have Stitch to draw with. You have Rockstar. You have Rockstar and Surfer Stitch to draw with. You've got Beast to draw with. 
you've got uh, a lot of fighters and you know Prince Eric and Captain Hook and Maui and Scar um, you got to be prepared like we like we said so I think there's I think there's enough firepower to for the the boys to take it home I think I'm, I'm I think I'm gonna go on the girl side here. yeah I I, th- I think that's one's good and like genuinely like if you are listening to this please shoot us a note and give us what side you're on because this one I think really could go either way and I would like to know like what strategy you use is it more of a controlly style late game with removal is it a little more aggro questing with like girls Arthur? can go girls can go aggro too because they have They've got um, Maleficent, the two lore one cost, and then uh, Lilo on top of that as well. Yeah, you know, I, as I say that, you have um, like Arthur, Pinocchio, mm-hmm. Simba. Goat. Like, yeah, Arthur, Pinocchio, Simba, Goat. Maybe you just go like super hyper aggro like that and just, you know, quest it out. Most of those, I think most if not all of that hyper aggro deck is this boys. So. And then and then you've got Cusco and Hans. And that might take the cake, yeah. Treasure so. Cat, Mad Hatter. Yeah, so I, I mean, I think there's, I think that's a fun one. If, if I, I would be very curious to what the listeners think, who wins, boys or girls, boys or girls on that one. So if you have an opinion, I think we're gonna like leave that as a toss up for now. That's a good one. Um, but I will take the girls' side. I'm the guy's side. So, okay. Um, new school versus old school, and I think we. And I so think, you got to preface this a little bit. You got to. Yeah. Where where would you draw the line on new school versus old school? And you can't, you know, you can't do it super new. So here's the, so here's the thing, like, when I, like, nudes, I'm 18, so nude school, new school, old school is like early 2000s to 2015, like. <laughs> I know it's, I know it's very, that's what I mean. I would say like 90s. I, I think of like common era. I think of like 90s as like the most classic common era. No, 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 no. Yeah. Well, well okay, then, then what the heck is Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs? Old school. So you're saying 90s is a new school? I'm saying like 90s is like anything 90s. You have so much more. What do you mean? Old school has so much more. Yeah. But I mean. New school has nothing. What does new school have? um, It has all the uh, uh, Aladdin. It has Lion King. Hey. Aladdin is 90s. You you said that's old school. No, I said uh, 90s and up is new school. Oh, then new school. <laughs> <laughs> I think this school. old school though. You have Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. You have um, Mem and Fox. You've got Maleficent. You've got the Queen. You've got Cinderella. You've Elsa, got... Rapunzel, Lion King, Aladdin, Treasure Planet. I know. I know. I, that's what, but I think that's Cusco, where you have to draw the line. Like Ryan the Last Dragon, Her- which, Hercules, you know. Raya. I've got Lilo Beast. Is, I've got Beast. I've got that's that's nineties. Oh, is that ninety? Oh, okay. Then you win. Okay. Lilo fine. Stitch. Fine. New school. Yeah, you're right. New school wins. Maybe it just needs. You to have be... Sword in the Stone. You've got Bounce. I know. I already said that one. Yeah, I said I've got Merlin and Mem. Maybe next time we do that, it's just like nineties versus everything else. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, nineties has Hercules too. I'm Pinocchio. Sure, so. You've got Pinocchio. Lady Tremaine. You've got you've got Dragonfire. Yeah, I, I think it's still close. I think New School wins. Uh, new School wins. Easy. You just said I have Maleficent and Dragonfire and the Queen and and all the Cinderella's and all the um, the Auroras. And, no, you have Belle. We just said that. All right. but so all Arthur those cards, and Mim all those and cards are on the board, right? Be prepared. 
and then whole new world (laughs) (laughs) but donald i have donald and mickey and prince john maybe i just discard you prince john oh i got you with that one then i'd be prepared but you don't have any cards left so it doesn't matter i top deck be prepared okay and then after that no no you know what i did i didn't i my my hand is empty i top deck um whole new world I think that I think that one's closer than you're giving it credit for. I'm gonna go with old school because of the bounce package. New school, baby. Old school bounce package. Old school bounce package. Okay, that was a good one too. I mean, I, I like it when it's not like a definitive winner. That means it's a pretty good matchup, right? I mean, I think I think the game is really enough balanced in that way, almost. Yeah, well, that's a good. I mean, that's a good thing and a testament to the game too. Um, okay, Floodborne versus Dreamborn. So this is this is interesting because what this also does for me is ink cost. So let me say this: if you're playing Floodborne, do you get to play their shift targets? No, right? No, you wouldn't. Dreamborn. So, so there's not Dreamborns in like high rarities, though. I don't think. Um, no, uh, BLTs, uh, Dreamborn, and really... Hades, Infernal Schemer, Legendaries, Dreamborn, Surfers, Dreamborn. Yeah, there's a ton. Okay, I, okay, I didn't realize that. Um, I, I just I think dream I think this is kind of the common versus legendary argument. I think the overall the Floodborne cards are probably a tad better, but there's just not enough of them to like you know get a full like a full really well-rounded deck. You know, I think I think I will take the side of Dreamborn on this. Of course you're going to, because I just talked up why Dreamborn's better. No, I'm looking at the... I think the main thing for me is the ink. It's because I've got lower ink. That's the... Oh, oh, there's nothing that's inkable on Dreamborn either. Or Floodborn, you mean? Yeah, Floodborn. I, I, I was looking at Dreamborn, now I'm looking at Floodborn. No, I wasn't saying that because of what you were saying. Man, man. like three quart, like half to three quarters of Floodborn is not inkable. Well, probably about half. To, for being perfectly honest, it's not meant to be played like this, but <laughs> no, I mean that's, that's the point. I mean, so I get it, but I mean, I have Cinderella Stouthearted, a Beast Tragic Hero, Cogsworth, Cheshire Cat, the Queen would have to come out. Well, she can't come out early because she can't shift because of her shift target. Yeah, the, I mean the cheapest, the cheapest one I have is Mulan at four. Yeah, I mean, I have Flynn Rider at four, Donald Duck at four, but none of those are, like, actually impacting the game. You don't really get to the impactful ones until it's, like, five, six, seven. Arthur is Dreamborn. Yeah, I think I, that one might be pretty lopsided, actually. I think that one's pretty lopsided to Dreamborn. So, as we say, they're the best ones are not lopsided, and we, you know, go talk a pretty lopsided one. So, it is what it is, I guess, right? Okay, this is more of just like a thought-provoking one versus like a like a, a versus. But if you if so, ink's not in the game. Like you're not inking, but the strategy. But you can, the the rule is you can only play one card per turn. So like, what's what strategy then do you take? Because you, there's no ink, so you can play whatever card you want. So you could play you know higher cost cards. Um right off the bat but it's only one and so like if you 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 go for a big swing right off the bat well i could just maleficent it or i could just lady tremaine it and so there has to be some sort of you know you have to have lower cost cards that aren't very big 
targets for direct removal because you could just direct removal all of the big stuff right off the bat. Only one card per turn, though, like you said? Only one card per turn. So I think I'm actually going to go to my original um, Chapter 2 deck, almost, and go for a Steel um, Emerald uh, damage deck. That's not a that's not a bad play. You know, you get your beast out there first turn. Beast, re- beast relentless. Into Tinkerbell. I've got Cheshire Cat as well to just keep banish as we go. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've got Cinderella if I if I need it. But you also you also have to again think about like if you're just putting out ever a big card every turn, then like my strategy would be Lady Tremaine, Dragonfire. Mluffs and Monsters Dragon. And so that's why I think you ha- you still have to kind of start slow. Like, you still have to kind of start with, like, a Captain Hook or a Prince Eric or maybe not. So Emerald would have Cusco. Yeah. So that would get rid Yeah, of- so maybe you start out with Cusco. Cusco then, would well, be... But Cus- then Lady Tremaine. I mean, that Lady Tremaine, I think that's why Cusco's not played near as much anymore. Mm-hmm. is because Lady Tremaine, you know, like, hard counters him. Um, so I-, I still think you have to start relatively low. On like the importance scale, I think you start with like a, oh, I don't even know, like you know, some sort of fighter or board presence. That's and kind would of this be Rainbow? This with. wouldn't be Rainbow, would it? Um, I think it's more just like what the strat, what mm-hmm. your strategy would be. So again, like my strategy would be to get a couple cards on the board that are like minor annoyances, but not so annoying that you want to use your direct removal on them, so that I could you know build up to the really heavy hitters. And go from there. So, you know, like turn one, turn two, you play, you know, I don't know, something, like I said, relatively annoying, like maybe Fairy Godmother, <clears throat> the the Floodborne Fairy Godmother legendary that gives everything. Is there card? Is there, I, I, I'm trying to think of it. There's cards that would bring out other stuff so that you didn't have to play them, right? And there are cards that could like bring stuff out of your hand. Like I'm almost thinking like Mufasa, but not necessarily. Yeah, I mean Mufasa would definitely be a part of it because you're not playing a card if he gets banished. Yep. So that would be a big one. Um, but you could you know play like Surfer Stitch turn three, and him you know draw two cards for you. You know because so like I said, you play I don't know like a Simba because he's not like a massive target, so you're not gonna want to just direct removal Simba. Um, and then you play I don't know like a. Sheer Khan, you know, to make it really annoying that he's on the board. So you, if I start challenging you, you have a lot to deal with. And then Rockstar Stitch. The thing to think about though is like, especially with the song too. Like, you do one turn, only one per turn. That's yeah, it. You play that song, and that's it. So you you do lose a lot of like item slash action abilities. So I think it would be mainly focused around characters. But I th- I think it's a, I think it's a relatively quick build. I think again you start with relatively unimportant cards so that they just don't get direct remove right away because if you play like mickey blt first turn then i can just play maleficent's monsters dragon my first turn so that's that's kind of my strategy i think you play a couple like cannon fodder cards I to take like, the brunt like a like a cannon fodder card that would be useful i think would be like silas surfer would be a nice one to put out there i think because like you you couldn't rush it yeah, but I, I think he you want two cards on the board when he's played because he draws if there's two other no, cards. No, Stylish Surfer. Oh, Minnie Mouse. Minnie Mouse. Yeah, Minnie Mouse would be a perfect one. Sorry, I, yeah, I heard um, That's fine. Stitch because that's what I was talking about. Uh, yeah, so maybe, maybe an evasive. Maybe, you know, maybe a Pongo or a Mini or something like that. That's a good option. Um, 
Yeah, I like that. And then get into... You know, yeah, I think it would almost be like a self-imposed slow build. You Yeah, because like I said, if you don't, then you just play a direct removal against all their big cards, and then you know it's hard to, to, to combat that because mm-hmm. you've already played your big cards. So I think, I think that's probably the best strategy for sure. It's an interesting little topic. I like it. Um, okay, so one last normal one, and then one more kind of thought-provoking one. Um, Water versus land versus air. So, like, birds. So I feel like this one's pretty lopsided. What's what's you you saying? Land, land. is. Um. Yeah. I mean, probably. I mean, there's not. Yeah, it's definite. Well, I mean, to be completely honest, air is pretty much non-existent. Um. Is there, man? I I said this without like really looking through the cards, but maybe it's not. I mean, you have hey hey. You've got two Hey Hey's. You've got Peter Pan's Shadow, who's flying. You've got. Uh, I mean, maybe you're right. I mean, I'm kind of struggling here to find some. So, Fidget, who's evasive, who could kind of do some stuff. Oh my gosh. Okay, yeah, that's a bad one. Okay, pass. Let's go to the next thought-provoking one, and this is the last one we got, and we're getting to time anyway. So, okay, so you start with ten ink. You lose one ink every turn. Whoever has the most lore at the end wins? Yes. If you don't get to 20 and you don't have any more ink that you can use to play, then yeah, it's whoever has the most lore at the end wins. So this one, I don't know. I think I'd put the pressure on fast and early and play like turn one, four Pinocchios. Yeah, I think you try to like dump as much as you can. Well, maybe not all of your Pinocchios, because if I have Be Prepared, which I could play, then I just Be Prepared everything. So I, I think you I think you got to try to rush the board a bunch, though. But if, it, but if I'm getting if I'm getting those Be Prepareds out early, then by the end, like the turn seven, which would be the last turn you could play Be Prepared. Why would you not just play four Pinocchios on turn six, though, when you know I can't Be Prepared? Because then there's no... There's... No, say I play like I could play like a big boy on the final turn I could play it, you know? Like turn seven. So who would that be? Be like a heroic outlaw or something. Yeah. I mean, I you know... But you could also play like a baby Aladdin on turn, you know, seven or eight to then shift him in. And... At five. Yeah. So... I, I don't know. I, I think it's a cool thing to think about because it just would completely change the way that you have to play the game. Yeah. I, I think you rush... I, my, the way that I would do it is you rush out three or four like relatively small characters. Again, mm-hmm. like maybe a Minnie Mouse stylish surfer and... And then what this does though is it... Compl- like Inkable versus uninkable is completely irrelevant. Yeah, it doesn't matter. So do you play a stupid card? Do you play like a knight for a day? I don't know. I the the big tank goofy with the ten ten stats. Yeah, I, I that crossed my mind because on turn you know nine or ten you can get them out. But again, I think you have the fear just like you nobody plays them today is that you know direct removal is relatively easy. So you just play Lady Terrain or you play you know Dragonfire or something along those lines before you you don't have the turn anymore. So I, I think I think I go a pretty light deck because. You know, it's not it's not like a normal game where on turn, you know, six, seven, eight, you have the option to play anything. There's only a couple turns throughout the game where you can play that big stuff. 
And so I think I think I keep everything pretty low. I think you go with the bounce package and keep all that stuff out there and bounce your goats as much as you can. Um, and then once you get to like lower, when you only got three or four ink left, then you play Arthur, try to keep him on the board. So yeah, I I, I don't Hidden think Archer is a good one too. I don't, I don't think I don't think I play any big cards at all. I think I keep it really. Okay. I think I keep it pretty small. I think I go like five costs and under. But then you have direct removal though, right? I would assume. Yeah, I, I think maybe first turn. Small, small characters direct removal. Yeah, I think like first turn you dump as many small characters as you can and hope you have a whole new world, and then like a whole new world turn two, and then do it again. You know, and then maybe on turn three you've got seven cards on the board. And hope that they don't have. And if they have to be prepared, great. You know they're still in the game. And if they don't have to be prepared, then it's probably over at that point. You can also play goats. That's what I said. Yeah, bounce package, cheap characters. Hmm. Maybe amethyst steel, cheap characters. Quest for a bunch. Yeah, I like that. That's one. what I'm going with. That's my. That's my answer. My my answer would be, I, I'm I don't have a definitive answer. I don't think, but. I'm not sure. I got this one. I'd have to think about for it's a little. Very thought provoking. It is. It is very thought provoking. Maybe next time we'll have to do that too. Is come up with some like thought provoking, like just one. scenarios versus like card versus each other. Would Pabby work? Pabby. Hmm. I mean, it it could, but again, even with a bunch of card draw, if you get him. Because if your, you've got, if you've got. But you have to have you have to have him your first three turns. If you don't have them in your first three turns, then you can't get them out there. Hmm. So it's just, you know, it's one of those weird weird scenarios. But, yeah. Okay. Well. So would Fishbone Quill work in this to give yourself more ink? Sure, why not? So you could, okay. So you could fight it. You could fight the ink removal. But, I, I mean, I guess technically, yeah, you could keep up with it, too. Because if you fishbone one every time and lose one every time, then you could technically keep up. So you could have ten every turn. That would, that'd be pretty nasty. But you'd also have to have a ton of that draw. That would be my strategy then. Yeah, you'd have to have a ton of draw. But to be keep up with it. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a fun one too. I like that one. That's, la- that's the last That's the last I got, and I think we're over everybody's time, so... <laughs> Hopefully that was enjoyable. I think. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, the idea is to, again just like have fun interactions with the game to like think about it in different ways and and also like hopefully like think makes us think of new ways to play within the real confines. It's like, well, you know, direct removal or different ways. I mean, when you get to those turns, and you know, it just makes you think about other options and gets you thought gets you thinking about the game in new ways, which can you know maybe relate to real games. I don't know. But anyways, no, for sure. yeah, it's it's a fun it's a fun you know just kind of back and forth here. So I enjoyed it. Yeah, as always, thanks for listening. Hope that was fun. If if not, then maybe maybe the maybe the listens on this one are are bad, and we don't do it again. We take constructive criticism as well. You can tell us if something is not well, good. Well, the listens the 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 data is the constructive criticism too. Well, I know, but I want to listen. I want I, I want to hear from our 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 you know our loyal. Yeah. Listeners. No, like, I agree. Is this enjoyable? If it's not, then we'll stop. Yeah, but. that's fair. Um, but yeah, with that said, thanks for listening. Appreciate the, the support as always, and we'll, we'll catch you next time. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.